Welcome to Colors and Cocktails. This is Vanessa. This is Amanda. And we are back with our second episode. So how have you been this week, Amanda? I've been okay. How about yourself? I've been good. I've been doing some knitting. Surprise. I have too. Yes, you have, haven't you? Yes, I have. And you have. And (laughs) Tell me. I am still working on the Adam sweater. And it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's taking forever to do those silly sleeves. I like the cable knit, though. That little one cable twist element on the arm is really elegant. It is very elegant, and I do like the looks of it. I don't like knitting it, though. Huh. Because it's not a very regular cable. It You only have two cable turn you know cable crossings on the entire sleeve every 32 rows oh yeah so So, it's not enough to really keep you interested you just have to watch out for it exactly so i find myself (laughs) forgetting about it and having to go back and fix it so you've had to have you tinked it or have you frogged it i have tinked it because i've only been like halfway through sleeve one and then i realize yeah just tink back And you're doing the two at a time thing, which is genius. Yes, so they'll be the same. So if I mess up on one, I'll mess up on the other. Which is kind of, yeah. Yeah. Good planning planning for your mistakes. Right, because I also have to do increases, regular increases. So as long as those match two, I'm okay. I'm not super stressed about being off by one or two rounds on a cable turn. Because the space in between them... I'm telling yeah. you, it's like 30 rows. You're not <laughs> and those gonna... long arms of his yeah. will disguise many things, I guess. So. Yeah, I have to do 22 inches for his sleeves before it joins to the body. Wow. Well, it'll be a wonderful sample for us to have in our booths when we exhibit our yarn. Yes. It looks really good. I just love the color, and I love the name. So that's kind of a fun thing. We called it Esther Brooke. You called it that, I should say. Yes, Esther Brooke. Because, you know, well, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. You showed me your lovely vintage pen. <laughs> I love mine. And I've had it for, gosh, over probably 15 or 16 years. And it's been very faithful. And I don't know even know how old it really is. But they're great. Um, yours is probably from the 40s. And it's a beautiful pine green color. Yes, it is gorgeous. Um, I, I Because she got me hooked on the vintage pens, because I do enjoy a good fountain pen. We both do. Yes, we do. And I've just only, up until recently, I had only used new fountain pens, which I think mm-hmm. new ones can be a little more delicate than the vintage ones, because nowadays you have so many options to write with. Yeah. But back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, you know, ballpoint pens were new. Not everyone had a ballpoint pen. So fountain pens were made to last forever. And they made them in pretty colors, too. And they made them in pretty colors. <laughs> they, you know, but these Esterbrook pens. The one they, that you have is that classic, beautiful copper. Copper, And that's yes. like, I think that's a very classic color of theirs, too. Well, they have, at a, this these particular pens are their J series pens and they come in three sizes. There's the J, which is the fattest and longest, the LJ, which is the same length. It's just slimmer. And then there's an SJ, which is shorter and slimmer. Do you, do you know which one you have? I have a J. The copper okay. is a J, and it's a lever fill, so you, so it's like... I love see, that, yes. Yeah, it's like what you see in the movies. Um, the well, best... you know, you're the one that gave me the idea of matching my ink color to the fountain pen color, which kind of makes us think of matching our yarn color to the fountain pen color, <laughs> yes. too. So we're, yeah. we are a little bit color-obsessed, I guess. As Yeah, I'm that. currently shopping for a perfect copper ink to put in it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, let me know if you find it, and then we'll use it to write the thank you notes whenever people order that particular color. Yes. (laughs) Right now, I just have Red Dragon in it right now, Mm because it's one of my favorite inks, hand down. It's just this beautiful brownish red color. But uh, 
Yeah, that works though with our beautiful, it's kind of a beautiful brownish red yarn. It's a really nice sort of brick color. Uh, we talked about that verbally earlier about it being not not the Georgia red clay that we live with, but a very coppery, how would you describe it? Adam, my husband described it as a burnt copper. That's nice, yes. Because it definitely has a metallic feel to it. Yeah, it does. And it's interesting that yarn can have that. Because this is wool, it doesn't have any silk in it. It's just gorgeous merino. And it still has a sheen to it. And I, I like that about what I'm working on right now, too. Because I have the, the blue, unnamed blue, um, that we are using to make vodka lemonade by Isolde Teague. And... No, not by Isolde Teague. Oh, Gosh, I might have Thea, to edit that. Thea Coleman. Thea Coleman, baby cocktails. How baby can I cocktails. do that? Sorry, Thea. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a really neat design. I'm really finally winding up the five inches of seed stitch on the collar, which is um, a challenge, I think, because you just kind of get, okay, let's let's move along. But, but it's not just seed stitch. You have oh, no. little like twisted stitches that you have to kind of keep in check too, right? No, just, just along the sides on either edge of the collar, there's... A, like four columns of just straight oh, okay. knit pearl. So it's, it just stands out. It's very pretty. It's simple and elegant. You know, it's a good, it is, it is very nice. I've seen, I've seen it and it's, yeah, it's lovely. And I love that blue. And I think it'll make also another nice sample, you know? Yes, definitely. Once it's done and then you can of course finish it and block it and make it perfect and take all my mistakes away. No, blocking doesn't do that. <laughs> but when you block, you use your magic wand as well as your regular blocking wires, right? No, not so much. Well, I remember we was talking about this at some point about how you block for other people and they give it to you and you somehow. Uh, it's when I seam stuff together. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because so you can hide yeah. some mistakes in the seaming by going in one or two stitches or half a stitch or, you know, <clears throat> stuff like that. Because if they they start doing decreases right on the edge stitch mm -hmm. versus one or two stitches in, oh yeah, it makes it a little difficult. So, you know, fixing things like that. And then the rate you seam the stitches together, like if you're doing one-to-one -one mm -hmm. stitches... You know, you can kind of do two to one and then yeah. kind of make up for like length. Yeah. yeah. Make up for length difference and stuff like that. So you can fudge things. Yeah. A lot to, there's a lot to be said for the finishing that goes into the things that we knit and I, I'm still a novice finisher. So I'm, you know, I, I block out my shawls and beyond that, I haven't done a lot of seaming. I've done a little, but it still intimidates me. <laughs> I have to say it shouldn't though well yeah i'm, I'm working should. on it and i'll be doing more of it but the vodka lemonade you won't have to seem because all her most of her designs are either top down or they're at least in one piece yes and that's very pleasing it is it is yeah so what but else have you been up to this week i did a swatch and i have cast on for another project what project is that uh the rooibos oh best. yes Yes, it is a bulky weight vest that was featured on Nitty.com a couple years ago. I can't remember the exact date, but we'll put it in in the show notes. It is um, a bulky weight vest that is super cute, and it's got waist shaping and ribbing, so curvy girls like myself can wear a bulky knit, because we all love to knit with bulky yarn. It finishes so quick and nice, but... You know, when you have the extra padding, sometimes it's not as flattering as it could be. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be a gorgeous piece when it's done. And I love how it looks. The fabric that I saw in your swatch was kind of dense. So I guess you maybe moved up a needle size. I did. I did. It called for 10 and a half and I've gone to an 11. Yes. So, because um, I was pretty close when it was a little damp. But so, close is. Yeah, close isn't <laughs> that good. So I went up a needle. That's good. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look forward to seeing pictures on that. We need to put up some progress shots on these along the way. Yes. Well, I mean, sleeves are can only be so interesting. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> sleeves are fascinating. 
That's hence the reason. <laughs> hence the reason we've only I've only done the one with the cable turn because it's just not that interesting. Yeah, but we'll have more of the robos. And yes. When I start working on the rest of my vodka lemonade. And I'm going to cast on some new socks with our experimental yarn. I cannot wait. I haven't wound it yet, but I'm going to, and it's going to be so fun. You need to take a picture of it when you've wound it. Yes, I have this plan, people. I had this dream, sort of a half-waking, like, oh, I should do this. And so I did it, and um, I'll leave it. Yeah. I was going to say, cross your fingers, folks. Let's hope it turns out. (laughs) Well, if it's ugly, I'll report back too. But um, we have over-dyed it a few times to make the black really nice and black. And the part that isn't, hopefully, will have enough contrast to do what I want. And then we'll have some fun and see what we can make with it. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be exciting for me because I've just had this in my brain. So once it's into reality and out of my brain, it can leave me alone and I can finish it up. Yes. If it's, yeah. And just like that too, the the self-striping socks that we're working on, this is just, it plagues my every sort of downtime. Like I find my, my gears turning and I'm constantly going, okay, how can, how about, what about this? How about this? How about this? What about this? And um, I'm excited about trying that, even though it's going to be it's an adventure. Be la- it, yeah, it's going to be an adventure. It's going to be labor intensive. I was explaining the process to my husband, Adam, this afternoon, and he he said that the day we start winding our new Hank into the appropriate length to do the stripes that we need, mm-hmm. he says he, he thinks that afternoon's going to be a hard liquor kind of day. He's going to move from beer to hard liquor <laughs> to watch us. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yes. Well, we have some ideas for him, so we can make that work. Yeah, he said this is all us. He's not helping us at all with this. Oh, he's just going to sit back. He's going to sit laugh. back and laugh. And watch us get our, our frustrations going. Yes. And, yeah. yes. That should be interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that might can... need to be a hard liquor day for us as well. <laughs> okay, we'll plan ahead. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, last time we got together, we did try a new cocktail. So we should talk about that because it was super delicious and really kind of light and nice in the fall autumn. Oh my God, it was delicious. What was the name of it again? I don't remember. Silence. (laughs) We'll have a link to that. Yes. Show notes. It it tasted like apple pie in a glass. Yeah. But it wasn't frou-frou. Right. I, I love the idea of rimming the glass with the brown sugar. Yes. So it was a, it used a liquor I hadn't had before. It was fire, fireball. That's right. Fireball. Yeah, whiskey. fireball whiskey. And I was so a little afraid because I was thinking, is this going to be like Tabasco or something? Oh, see, I was thinking like cinnamon schnapsy type. Well, you were right on. Well, there was yeah, no fire no, in it. There was, it was no fire. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking, what am I thinking? Aftershock? Is that the really kind I don't of know. <laughs> gross, like I, hot, hot cinnamon that burns your mouth? That's what I was afraid of. I yeah, think. me too. And this, this was like a cinnamon whiskey. So it's it wasn't a, a it mm-hmm. wasn't like cinnamon schnapps. Yeah. So it, it, it wasn't was very smooth and light, and really just smooth. added cinnamon taste. And then it had vanilla vodka, which really just added vanilla taste, and mm-hmm. then organic apple juice and a dash of cinnamon, and that was it. And that was it. And it oh, was and we garnished so with a. With a cinnamon stick. Yes, to make it official, to follow the recipe officially. Official. You could probably do like an apple slice too to make it really pretty. Yeah. Well, it would be an ideal sort of afternoon thing if you were having a autumn cookout sort of. Yeah, because you could do like a pitcher of them. Mm -hmm. And And it was light. I mean, we just. It was. It was like sipping on really nice, spicy apple juice um, cider almost. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever were lucky enough to go to Starbucks a while ago. I don't think they offer this drink anymore, but they had a caramel apple cider. Oh yeah. I do remember that. And they used to steam their apple juice. What they would do is they'd steam apple juice Mm -hmm. and then they'd add it to a little vanilla and cinnamon syrup. So yeah, it was essentially just the, yeah. And it was amazing because they'd put whipped cream on top, which you could, you could do that with this drink too. I was you could, say, we could even do just a plain version of this and it would just be really nice. I mean, you could have be. a kid version really easily that would taste just yeah. really yummy and be a nice thing to have for any of your fall get together. So 
definitely yeah, check out that recipe. Because I think you could do it hot, too. Oh, yeah. Like a warmed, not quite a mulled cider. Well, we should do that and report back. Yes. And okay. do our variation on the theme. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that, definitely. <laughs> and so we got together and we knitted, and then we um, knitted our our measuring thing for our self-striping sock. So that's kind of the next step, too. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can go ahead and tell everyone where we got kind of the idea. Or at least oh, yeah, where sure. I got it. I, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to say her name right, so I apologize ahead of time. Yuni Jang, she mm-hmm. used to be the, I think, editor-in-chief of Interweave Knits, and ah. she was on Knitting Daily TV. She, great designer. If you ever go to Ravelry, you can look up some of her designs. Beautiful color we'll work. We'll put some links in for sure. Yeah, beautiful stuff. But she had a blog for a while, and I think once her knitting career took off, the blog fell by the wayside. But she did this tutorial on how to do self-striping socks. Yeah, and it's complex. Yeah, the process is you knit in the round on whatever needle you usually use. And however many stitches you cast on for your sock. So for us, we use 64. And you went on the big side of the needle, and I went on the small side. And, and I'm kinda... a looser knitter, and you're the tighter knitter, so we'll have a good range. Yeah, so we just cut... Well, we averaged yeah. our two measurements. So you knit a number of rounds, and then you measure how long one round is. And we averaged about 30 inches of yarn to go one round of a 64-stitch sock. So now we decide, like, how many stripes do we want of which color, and how long must our giant ring of yarn be? So that's that's the math that you were trying to get me to do, and I was kind of getting tired. You weren't, you weren't tired. following me. <laughs> no, well, I was, and then you I was following picking you back up what around I was again. Down. Now, see, that's the thing. I totally understand the concept. I've already read all this stuff about it, but at the time, it was just kind of... Well, I think the big whoa. numbers were scaring you. Well, I was thinking, okay, how are we going to do a big loop of yarn that's 50 feet around? <laughs> so, yeah, this yeah. is this is we'll, where we'll my husband says says he's going to need uh, hard liquor to watch us do this because we're going to essentially he's not have to anything. He's just going to sit back and laugh. He <laughs> is. He may he may get some some good whiskey, but we're going to do it, and it's going to look good, and it's it going to be fun, and I cannot wait. And we're going to do an homage to a famous book series. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yes. Well, I think that's the starting point. Yeah, that will be. Because and... the colors are predetermined. We know they look good together. I'm just saying. I yeah. think that's a good jumping off point. And it'll be fun. Yes. That's the best part of doing all of this is getting together and making this yarn look pretty. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of yarns, we have some new bases on the way, too. So we'll have to just hold that... Um, Close to the chest. Vest. What do you what do you hold it? You know that information. <laughs> oh, yeah, you play it close. That's it. So you'll hear about that soon, but not yet. Yeah, I guess it comes from playing cards. You hold them close to your chest. Oh, that makes sense. So no one can see them. So if you're Playing not signed up for our newsletter, you might want to do that so that as it comes out we'll update you and in case you don't get the podcast in time or back and forth. Um, we are now putting stuff on Facebook and Instagram and doing a newsletter. So if you go to our website and sign up the newsletter, then it'll just come right to your inbox and you don't have to wonder if you missed anything. Yes, because we're going to be coming out with some interesting stuff. Yeah, just in time for the holidays and good mm-hmm. knitting season. And I bet we'll have some even more cool ideas when we get back from SAF, which I cannot wait for. I know, it's going to be very exciting. <laughs> yes. I, I can tell you're super excited. I really am. Well, you've been before. I haven't. So, you know, you can show me the ropes. But also, I just, I love autumn. I love Asheville area. And I love alpaca faces. So, you know, you can't get any better than this. <laughs> I know. It's just win, win, win all the way across the board. Exactly. They're little faces. <laughs> I don't have to just watch the YouTube videos, you know? I can see their little faces. Oh, if, you, if you're if you lucky, there might be some babies. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I looked at the vendor list today. Oh, yeah? Anything interesting? Uh, it's huge. <laughs> well, maybe they, 
Maybe yeah, they have be... two two main vendor locations now. Wow. So, so we're have... going to spend a lot of time just walking around and looking at vendors and all their all their lovely amazing goods and wares. Yes. And I think too, um, I have a mobile microphone, and we're going to try and attempt to do a little bit of taping or whatever you would call it of a uh, audio recording. And Since if there's that, no tape involved. So. Well, yes, but if that fails, we can also do little videos. <laughs> oh, that's true. And we'll just of, put them up on our site. and Yeah, we can just have places. little videos of us, you know, with the lovely alpacas. Yeah. We can get Vanessa crying because they're so cute. Oh, that's right. It'll <laughs> just be like that that um, one of the lady that was wigging out, freaking out because of the sloth. Yes. That's her name, Kristen something or other. Kristen Bell. Yes. If you haven't seen that, you have to go see it because it's, I mean, most people have, but seriously, I can watch it every so often just to make myself laugh. At her defense, she was pregnant too. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, still, I did, I'm not, but I'm still probably going to cry. So just get yeah. used to it. <laughs> yeah. So, and maybe we'll get to show you some of the other fibery type animals or at I, least get tons of pictures. I do want to see those big bunnies. Oh yeah. Maybe we can talk somebody into letting us hold one. Oh, yeah. We'll be very nice. We'll yeah. be, if you're going to be at SAF and you want us to come by and see your stuff and um, pet your bunnies, um, please just drop us a line. We're at vocabularyyarn at gmail.com. Yep. And if you're just somebody that's going to be there, too, it would be really cool to meet up with some people. So um, just, yeah, let us know. And yeah, hit us up. It would be awesome. And also just to see what your takes are on this and, and maybe get a little bit of more input from the people out there listening because we do have people i checked our numbers and we've only had one episode and we already have people and that that makes me super happy i know it makes me happy too because you know (laughs) it's not just people we know either i know it's people that we don't know yet yeah which is super exciting i just you know it's hard for me to imagine that Anything I have to say would be interesting enough to listen but to. That's what podcasting is about, is that we do have something to say. And it, part of it is our adventure in dyeing yarn, but just in the whole fiber thing and sharing the things we're enthusiastic about with people who feel the same way. And so there's, I think there's always room for more voices. Like Jasmine Nitmore said last week on her podcast, that made me really happy. She brought up podcasting and said, if you think you need have something to say, then you should have a podcast. And I thought, cool. Now I even have permission from, you know, one of the rock stars out there. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Yeah, so. <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. We have more stuff. You can edit out that long silence. That's okay. We may or may not. Okay. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you because you are the post-production maven. I am. I well, use that side to just decimate our conversations. Oh, make me sound a little more put together than I am. So, yeah, that's your assignment this week. What I was going to say was we have our official beginning of the Marin cow, which is our knit along of the Marin. And that's why I had Isolde Teague on my brain. Yes. And it is Marin shawl. Shawl. Yes. And we will have all the... Um, links on the site and they are also in our newsletter and it's going to be a contest too hey it's amanda here i'm sorry to interrupt but i just wanted to clarify a few things on the knit along that weren't covered in the original recording um we are using octet it's our dk weight yarn and the knit along is going to need two hanks of octet so go on to the website i'll put the link in the description box and you can choose um, any color you want that we offer or you can also choose to get a custom color we do have a space for a description and we will come as close as we can to what you describe to us i guess that's it so i'll let you get back to what we were talking about before yes we are going to have a contest um for people knitting the Marin, um, if you, it's for completed projects, correct? Um, actually, I, was, I, I said, you know, enter as many times as you want. Show us your progress shots. Use Octet. So, okay. If, yeah, just put it out there. Make sure you hashtag us, and then we'll do a random drawing. And there will be a skein of yarn of your choice from Vocabulary Yarn. And if, you know, if there's so many entries that we need to do more than one, then we will. Okay. 
And I was a little fuzzy on the rules. Yeah, I well, I made up made them up, so <laughs> I, that's why I know them. But hashtag it <laughs> vocabulary yarn, and hashtag Marin K A L, and that way we can find you. Yes. Um, put it and out. Can they can the they post? Videos. Sorry, so it's okay. Can they post to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yes. all that, or double dip, triple dip, put it everywhere? Okay. It's cool. Okay, and each one is an entry. So we're going to have a little fun keeping track of it, but we really um, would love to see it along the way and cheer you on. And we're going to do it too. And so are a lot of our friends and that's going to be fun. I think it's going to be neat to see what people come up with. I know you've already done the shawl already once. I have already once. And it is a really nice knit. Yeah. It's not so complicated that you're going to (laughs) cry. That's good to know. Well, you know, there are some things, like I have a project on my needles now that has been on for two years that just is so complicated and daunting that it is just, I I haven't cried, but I definitely have to put it down and walk away. Yeah, before you just... Before I scream and cry. And turn the table over. (laughs) Yes, I'm a table flipper. (laughs) That's my favorite. It's a great image, it really is. (laughs) But this... It's knit, it, the shawl is knit from tip to tip, and it has a slight crescenty arc shape to it. And there's some garter stitch, ribbing, and uh, reversible cables. Even though, and even though it's a shawl, it has a very modern look to it. I think it would be a really nice gift if you're yes. into that idea of gifting, I, which I, I am. I agree. Yeah, I think, I think you could go with anybody, could wrap it around. Oh, and it's reversible, too, so people yes. that you give it to don't have to worry about which side is out. Right, because non-knitters tend to wear things inside out, because they just <laughs> yes, don't they do. know. Yeah, my friend Laura, I have made her a hat or two, and every time I take it off her head <laughs> no. and turn it right side out and put it on, because it has, like, cables and you know lace... What? An effort, and if you're wearing it wrong side out, it just is ugly. And I'm well, like, I, I don't want people to know why. I get that. Yeah, that's why somebody invented the pom pom. I, yeah. I guarantee you, they were like, Probably. okay, we're gonna put the pom pom on this side, and that way, you're gonna put it on your head correctly. <laughs> I think that's yeah, the only probably. excuse there is for the big pom pom, personally. And speaking of hats, uh, we're gonna have a pattern yes. that we're gonna publish very, very soon. As soon as we get the photos, we're ready to go. And it's yes. a beautiful pattern, and it goes with our Zaftig yarn. It takes up exactly one skein. It's gorgeous. It is, and it's super-duper fast. That's what I like about it. I did it on a very short road trip to South Carolina, and it was done. And everybody was like, whoa, that's beautiful. So, yeah. yeah, I've gotten a request from Laura, oh. the one who wears her hat inside out. She's requested one. So. And I think she'd even get this one right, too. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do, too. So... And you had your test knitter as well. Do it. Yes, I did have a test knitter knit it, and she did find one small mistake oh, in the chart. Oh, thank you, Angie. Yes, thank you, Angie. Um, I'm sorry I got frustrated with you, but it's hard to do this stuff over text messaging. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we were both getting frustrated with each other. And when we finally <laughs> called and she walked me through what the issue was, I saw it. And, and she was right. And she was right. Absolutely right. Well, cool. That's, that's why... People use test knitters. I'm yes. learning all these new wonderful things about putting things together. And that's very vital and important because when you read a pattern, there's so many ways you can read it wrong. Yes. Remember yes, at the absolutely. shop just last weekend, we were working with someone who had that same problem. And she said she passed it around to five or six different people and everyone read it a little differently and couldn't quite figure out what to do with it. And then finally she put it down and put it into timeout for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's probably still sitting in timeout. I'm not sure. Well, I hope she finishes it because it's going to be beautiful. It will. It will. (sighs) So, do you want to do Vanessa and Amanda's favorite things? Do you have anything you want to add to the list? Well, that that little apple drink is probably pretty high up right now and the weather changing. So, that's really very basic, but I love autumn. So, that's that for me. How about you? Uh, call the midwife. Oh no! Yes, I have been hearing more about this. Oh, you know, you need to watch it. Everybody who has a pair of ovaries needs to watch oh, Call gosh. the Midwife, or even just one, or had one at one, point. or had one at some point. Mm-hmm. 
if you're a woman <laughs> at okay. any age, you need to watch the show. I'll give it e- some thought. Evelyn even likes it. She is calls it a it British ba- thing? It is. How'd I know? It is. And it's based on the memoirs of a woman who was a midwife in the 50s after World War II in the East End London area. I, I prefer to stick to the crazy um, sci-fi British stuff or the no, no, no. stuff. No? No, you need to give it a try. <laughs> okay. If you like Downton Abbey, I which do. I know you do, okay. so you will like this. All right. Vanessa, Vanessa Redgrave is the narrator. She plays oh, old Jenny. She's great. Um, did you ever watch Matilda? No, probably not. Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. Okay, well, Pam Ferris, okay. the Trunchbull, she's in it. Oh, gosh. Um, and actually, well, you haven't gotten there yet in Doctor Who. I was going to say somebody from Doctor Who is in it. But you haven't gotten to that episode yet. You know, since we regularly discuss Doctor Who, <laughs> we do. Well, should just, we have Doctor Who corner? There should be, yeah, like the little TARDIS corner or something like that. <laughs> okay. Because when you sent me that amazing double-knit um, pattern for the doc, the name of the doctor. Name I the haven't doctor. seen that episode, but I, I've seen that. I'm like, Oh my goodness. It's just beautiful. It is beautiful. So yeah, that'll have to be something we put up in, um, our show notes because you have to see this crazy thing. Well, it's... all of that person's designs are crazy double knit awesome scars do you happen to know the name of that person i do not it'll be in the show notes though (laughs) but they have one for sherlock so anyone who likes sherlock i love sherlock too the pattern is called i'm bored so it's a double knit scarf of the wallpaper pattern with the big smiley face ah yes uh there's one for the hobbit there's one and that's called there and back again um there's some that's just flowers. She's, I don't, oh, I want to say she, okay. because most knitters are I will she's. tell you who it is. Okay. It's by Frivolite, F-R-I-V-O-L-I-T-E, Handcrafts. So Frivolite, I I don't know why, so I don't know if it's she or he, but it's, it's oh no, see, my name is Kathy. I live in Portland. Okay, so. there we go. So Kathy, I was right guessing it was a she. <laughs> and she has done some amazing, beautiful stuff here. And yes. dinosaurs too. Yeah. Which, you know, always big with the young little men in my house. So yes. Yeah. So little anymore. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> Don't remind me. But they're beautiful <laughs> designs and yes. there there are some really wonderful I think there's a, some Star Wars ones too. What Han was yes. thinking. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at all of them this if morning. You like the Death Star and the X-Wing fighters. I mean, that's also kind of big in our house. Yeah. it's You'll like this person's work. Yes. It appeals to all the fandoms. It does, I think. Or a good number. I think them. she's got a lot of it covered. So. Yeah, all cool. she needs is Harry Potter, uh, Supernatural. Oh. I'm trying to think of what else. Firefly. Firefly, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Firefly people out there. Yes, us brown coats. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's our little geeky corner moment. Yeah. Oh, I have another one, but it's not it's not TV and viewing geekery. It's just books, which I love books, and I started reading a really neat book about. Now, now are you reading it or listening? No, to this it? is a booky book. It's like a dead tree. Dead book. tree book. Okay, yeah. it's made of paper. <laughs> yeah, I do those occasionally, and it's adventures in yarn farming. Have you yarn, heard of this? Yarn farming? Like yeah. the McDonald farm? Yeah, like this okay. This lady. Um, it's, it's the story written of a woman who has retired and she's gotten a 220-acre farm and decided she's going to have sheep and she's going to figure it out. And she oh, started wow. off having just two sheep and then you know, in a small subdivision and then it was time to, to retire and now... And now she had to like decide on which sheep breeds to specialize in. And it, it's oh a really, goodness. so far it's been really intriguing and it's, it's kind of a fantasy book. Her husband, I think had Yankee candle company before they retired, which oh, kind of explains okay. how you can have the resources it takes to just buy a, a farm, farm and rate it with <laughs> yes. hundreds of sheep, but they're wow. devoted. I mean, she, I love how she talks about how much of her farming is done. I mean, her 
her whole life is spent in doing crazy things with sheep while in her pajamas because <laughs> she's, you know, she, she might be lambing, you know, helping a, a you give birth at two in the morning in her barn, you know, yeah. in the middle of March or I don't know. It's, it's a neat book and it's, um, I'm not done with it, but I'll continue to report back on it. It's gotten a lot of great reviews on Amazon and it's just, it's, it's an imaginative, very clear book. And it has a sense of humor, you know, it's just, I don't know, sort of lovely fantasy for people like me who live in a place where I couldn't have um, a herd of sheep yet, but. You could have four. I but see know... where you live. You could have four. <laughs> yeah, as long as and the then you could train. Find out. Yeah. And then you could train Georgie to be your sheep dog. Oh, she would too. She would love that. George... I know. Yeah. She's, she's part Australian shepherd or Australian cattle dog or she's something. She's like something that, like that. She? Yeah, she, she looks it. <laughs> and you know, you only need four sheep to do any of those sheep herding competitions. Oh, wow. Well, she she does get into like all the hands on advice and the yarn processing and talks about her husband and the things he learned and how they learn stuff from the guy that does their shearing. The guy that does their shearing decided to do it after someone else sheared one of his sheep and just nicked it all up and did a terrible job of it. And someone's like, wow, what happened to him? It's like, yeah, I paid someone to do that to my sheep. And then became determined that he was going to learn to do it and do it better. So I, I have always wanted to learn how to shear sheep. <laughs> oh, golly. Well, I'll, I'll stick with my armchair, you know, fan, mental fantasies and sip on a glass of wine while I read it. For now, I can't quite... No, I mean, <laughs> you know, I only have the one child. So when she leaves the house... You're going to need oh, some I mean, sheep. Yeah. I'm going to know what I want to do is I want to travel. Oh. Wow. So if you set up, if you set yourself up as a shearer, hmm. all these farms around the country need shears. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, but you know, but that's I'll be like... probably loaning this to you when I'm done with it <laughs> and you're going to love it. I think it's, it just, you know, the idea of just having a sheep farm in this beautiful place and the, the photography is gorgeous and. I don't know. It's a lovely book, so y'all might want to check it out. That's Adventures in Yarn Farming, Four Seasons on a New England Fiber Farm by Barbara P-A-R-R-Y Perry. And, uh, yeah, so if you've read this, we'd love to hear what you think about it. <laughs> Sorry, so I'm done with my geeky <laughs> real book part. I won't talk oh. about any of my geeky audible books yet, but we'll save that for another day. Okay, because... Right now, I'm just I'm just trying to get through the Suki Stackhouse. Oh yeah. Novels. I haven't I haven't really gotten too far into them to make an opinion. Okay. Well, so then you must report back. I will. I will. It's just I've been knitting and it's hard for me to read and knit. So. Well, that's why I do audible books, but <laughs> I am a huge proponent because I can get so much done and just enjoy, especially when you have one of those patterns where you can just sort of go. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm such a TV hog. Hmm. Because that's what, that's what I do. I find a good series that has a lot of episodes, and I sit down and I watch. You consume it. I consume the TV while I knit my piece. Yeah. Well, that Which, works too. you know, it helps when you're a big fan of visual stories. And I, I'm a pretty visual person, but I also just love words. And I do, too. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I, yeah, do I know too. you love your books. I do. I love my books. And the way I look at books is they kind of are like little trophies. Yep, done that, done that. <laughs> done, you know, like... That's interesting. It's like a checklist of, yeah, I accomplished this whole shelf yeah. of knowledge has been crammed into my head. How much I retain, you know, well, whatever. Yeah. But, but that's but why yeah, it's still I do. there on the shelf. You can read it again. I can read it again and again, and I have... Yeah. I read a book not too long ago that I enjoyed that was actually involved knitting. <laughs> and it was, it's a fantasy fiction. It was, um, it's by Heather who does the craft lit pod mm -hmm. podcast and it's called grounded the seven. So it has like a supernatural flair and the girl has to kind of deal with, you know, her understanding her supernatural powers. And when she needs to calm down, she knits. And nice. I love that. And she's a teenager. So it's like, it's a, you know, young adult literature, but it was very good. And I enjoyed it a lot too. I might want to recommend that one to you. If you haven't, have you, you haven't read that, have you? No, I have not. Okay. Yeah. You need to check that out. 
really and truly my my reading is very limited well time you know we all have so many time constraints and now that i'm making you spend time um, winding 50 foot rings of yarn and (laughs) (laughs) figure out new color ways and spend a lot of time just kind of figuring out what we're gonna do with our our neat little company yeah drinking wine and eating cheese that that's very important as well as researching new cocktails yes now i've never been a cocktail person this is your deal so I this have to give you credit deal. here. Well, it's you're the one who's like, okay, let's let's try this or try yeah. that, and just try a new little sample, a new taste. And it's kind of that way with yarn too. So it kind of goes mm-hmm. very well together. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's mix yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, my my friend Laura, the Hat Girl, we'll call her. Um, for her wedding, I was one of her bridesmaids, mm-hmm. and we've known each other since we were. 12 years old so she is one of my oldest people in my I mean I've just known her for forever and for her wedding program she listed how long she'd known all her people in her wedding party and stuff and I won BTW that's neat (laughs) but uh, she also listed like our superpower Mm -hmm. kind of thing I think that's (laughs) and so she said my superpower was mixing madmen like cocktails Ah, and I think she's right. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I, I, I've said it before, but I, I think I was born at the wrong time. Yeah. I think I'm about 60 years too young. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I so. Because I love the styles of the 60s. I, oh. Oh, see, I love... I'm more like 1860s, so. No, I'm like 1960s. <laughs> I love the clothes. I love the decor. Like some of my favorite furniture is from the mid-century, you know, modern yeah. stuff. I love the color palette. Oh, yeah, we definitely have different sensibilities when it comes to those things, but that's a good thing too. Yes, and in case you couldn't tell, I do like the show Mad Men a lot, <laughs> which I, of course, haven't even seen um, one episode. Neither. neither... Neither has Adam. I'm trying to get him to watch it because I think he would really enjoy it because it's a slow, quiet show. And he tends to like stuff like that. Well, that does sound intriguing, too. We'll have to fit that in between all of our other activities. Uh, yeah. But it's but it's not a children's show. No, I know that. That's so, I've definitely that's, learned that. That's from, the trouble, yeah. Yeah, some of the other podcasts I listen to talk about it. And so, yeah, one of yeah. these days, perhaps... Well, that is kind of the escape you get in books, too, in general. I think that's why I like yeah. so much the Victorian era and the romantic um, tone of all that literature. Mm-hmm. So it's the same kind of thing, like, oh, what would I have been like? What would I have thought? What would I have said? Would I have stood up for that person instead of acting like this person did? There's a lot of that goes on. Yeah, I agree. It's just when I think about that time, I'm like, God, I, I shower every day. I don't, I don't think I could go without bathing and, you know, oh, back plumbing. Then? Yeah. Yeah. And plumbing and stuff like that. And, but if you I never know, knew I, it. Yes, that's, that's true. You <laughs> Besides, just, deal... I would have been like incredibly um, rich and showered whenever I felt like it. So, exactly. yeah. Right. Because that's the only way that you travel through time is it, <laughs> you know, you're rich and you can just do whatever. Yeah. With your time machine so you can leave when it gets bad. Yeah. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. I'll be back after I pop it back to 2014 and take care of a few things. Exactly. Take my vitamins, get some more vaccinations. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I'm not interested in getting scurvy or anything like that. Why? No. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. My dad, speaking of older people, and he always tells me the reason he drinks gin and tonics. Mm Mm-hmm. Why, why he doesn't just drink gin. He always puts a splash of tonic, no matter how strong the drink is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm, I got to have my lime for, to fight the scurvy. And in case of malaria, I got my quinine in my tonic. Oh, that makes sense. So he is sad. Well, malaria is still around, but luckily we don't have to contend with it. That's I know, funny. Not, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's safe from malaria and scurvy. Imagine what we would have been knitting with back then. Uh, probably not the best quality. Some, I don't think. some good old fashioned. Um, just wool. 
Yeah, some scratchy wool and... I wouldn't say scratchy. Oh. I, I mean, I if we're talking... The, the 60s? Late... Those, we would have had... Oh, 1960s. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was back, okay, to, your, I was back to your fantasy oh, world. Not... No, no, no. See, I was going back to yours. So 1960s, it was all about miracle fibers. Oh, that's true. It would have been... I'm going really heavy duty acrylic. acrylics. And we would have had some hot, some and pink... And lycra and... Some, all that polyester, whatever. Aluminum yeah. needles that are... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think people were knitting with. Because you can read um, Elizabeth Zimmerman and her complaining about how she just can't find good wool. Wow. And through her publishing company, Schoolhouse Press, they outsourced wool and they, they brought like good wool to the States. Gosh. Because it was... It was effectively just gone because everybody was so excited about acrylics and right, just artificial. like cook- yeah, just like cooking, just <laughs> was decimated by the microwave. Oh yeah, people were pretty excited by those. Adam's family still is amazed by the microwave. Oh my gosh, you can cook a whole chicken in the microwave. No, you can't. Oh, <laughs> well, you but should. you can. You can, and I've eaten it. <laughs> wow. Okay, we should look for some cocktails that we could uh, microwave. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, maybe not. Maybe no, not. No, but, but I do like looking at the uh, cocktails from the 50s and 60s. They're fun. Well, we should uh, we should make that a theme at some point then, too. <clears throat> yeah. Good music from the 60s, too. <laughs> yeah, you definitely were born in the wrong era. I was. I mean, I love the, you know, the British invasion, all that stuff. I have some pretty neat vintage... Uh, books on knitting and crochet patterns from around that era that I should share with you. Yeah. Yeah. Cassandra gave me a a little stack to go through and pick out some when she, I think she inherited some and they're very interesting. So yeah, I'll find some visuals from those two to post because they're, they're out there, but they do some neat stuff and they're perfect. That mod look and all you'll love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, you can't discount the jazz, too. Mm. <laughs> you and your, of course. Got to get the music in there. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the music. Yeah. Well, I think that we've come to the end of our uh, discussions on things today. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about oh, today? one more oh. thing. The caption oh, contest. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Okay, so it's on our Facebook page, and it's in our newsletter, but I did a little drawing of a mean little cat, which is my cat Kiki, and she is knitting a huge mitten. And so we're just having a caption contest to see who can come up with the most amusing or flippant or strange little caption that would go with it. Because it's a big, big mitten for a little small cat. Yes. I think my husband sent you a caption. Yes, he did. And uh, And it's wildly inappropriate, so I'm not gonna share. (laughs) Yeah. We can put we can put a winner is done what some of the funnier ones are and we would love to hear your entries. And it will be um, a contest, so when it closes we'll have a scan of your choice if your caption is chosen and we'll publish it back on the page too. Yes. And how long is this going to run? Um, that is going to end on, well, we're going to announce it on November 1st. So the, the, it will close, I guess, midnight on Halloween. All right. Awesome. And that will be very fun. I just want to see what people say. I've already got a couple of them emailed in. <laughs> They're kind of cute. So it, it's going to be fun and it's going to be tough, but it'll be just a nice little diversion. Yes. Was there something you needed to add? Um, I don't, oh, we're going to have a booth. Yes. At ice. Ice. Indie craft. Experience. Experience. Of Atlanta. Yes. Indie craft experience of Atlanta, November 22nd and 23rd. Mm -hmm. We're going to be in downtown Atlanta. So anybody out there wants to come visit, stop by, touch and feel our yarn. Absolutely. It is at the Georgia Freight Depot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and you can go online to look at ice-atlanta.com if you want any more information on it. It looks like there's going to be all kind of cool stuff there. And they have, I don't know, it looks like a tons of different types of vendors. And we're going to have some other friends there, too. So that's going to be lots of fun. Yes, it is. And we will be there. So you have to look for us and tell us that you um, are one of our listeners or friends as such. 
Yeah. If you come and visit us and you let us know that you're one of our listeners, we might have a little something special. We will. That's that's absolutely right. So I'm glad you, you... know. But you gotta, we gotta give them a code word. What's gonna be the code word? So we know. Hmm. Amaze balls. Perfect. That's that's one of my favorite words lately, which you introduced <laughs> me on Saturday. So we'll use that. You say, oh, this yes. yarn is amaze balls, and you'll get a little something. You'll get a little something. <laughs> so Besides super secret. Super secret. <laughs> we hope to see lots of you down there. Also, I did not know this word until you told it to me on Saturday, and I like it a lot. Just for the, I don't know if we're gonna have any colorways with that name or not, but it's possible at some point we're gonna go. Oh my gosh, look at this! It's amazeballs. Yeah, I think that's how it, it go exactly. Yeah, there's. It's rare that we find a word that we need to put a yeah a color to. Usually, it's the other way around. But I think we could work something out for amazeballs because I that. yeah because I have another word. I've told you mm-hmm. that. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. What we yeah. we have to work on. So yeah, yeah, come out and see us at at um Ice Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be a lot of people there with craft and vintage stuff and food and cocktails and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, so it'll be cool. Yes. All right. I think I think that's it. Yeah. Well yeah. we sure have enjoyed this last hour and we hope you have too. And look for us online on Facebook, we're there. We are at vocabularyyarn.com is our website. Just drop us an email at vocabularyyarn at gmail.com and look for us on Instagram. All those social places were pretty much there. And so, Yes, and it's all vocabulary it's, yarn. It makes it easy. Yes, it's all the same. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter for Yay. updates. That's right. Yes. And we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.